You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. And that was my sweet little Isla. My little she princess. She is a cutie. I'm she telling is you what. A cutie. Whoosh, I got two sweet boys, but that little girl. Oh, <laughs> she has an extra special spot. I went in to see her. We'd been gone for a couple of weeks, and I went in to see her. She was sleeping. We we watched them in the morning for their mom. And uh, I went in, and I said, Isla, it's Poppy. And she wakes up, man. She puts her arms out. Poppy. And, man, the big hugs and kisses. <laughs> I missed you. Oh, man. It was awesome. So that's my sweet little Isla that started us so off So everybody's today. getting a pony for Christmas. That's right. She's getting a pony. <laughs> kind of boring with just the two of us. <laughs> not near as fun. Not near as fun as it was. Yeah, that was the highlight of the show right there. You're not kidding. Okay, thanks for thanks for coming out. It's been great having you. <laughs> oh man, those girls did such a good oh, job. Oh man, they are a hit. Our wives are a hit all the time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We knew they would be. It's just getting them on. It's so hard to get them on. So. Oh yes, it is. Yeah. So now maybe, maybe we can get them back. Hopefully. We just have to get together. I got to get my mom to do her intro. Yeah, you need to get your mom. You need to, your mom needs to get on here. We've been waiting a very long time. We'll just have to sneak, kind of sneak it in on her or something. Speaking of mom, yeah, I saw a uh, oh, it's one of those clickbait things. Now that I'm back on Twitter, yeah, I followed some clickbait thing. You know, not a raunchy thing, but. Uh, you know, like funny thanks, thanks notes for clarifying. and things. But thanks yeah, for clarifying yeah. that. <laughs> well, I wanted to make sure. And so uh, one of the pictures was um, a note on the refrigerator, yeah. and it says, Dear Mom. So it had to be Canada or yeah. England, you know, yep. maybe Australia. Yeah. <laughs> but And it showed a heart that was broken, yeah. and it said, I want to go outside so bad, and you won't let me. I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to break up this family. (laughs) (laughs) When you said mom, I remember that again. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I have to tell you that the couples retreat and the weekend in Cleveland, the HBI Institute and the Heritage Christian School um, chapel service were phenomenal. Oh my god. Amen. Goodness. Amen. It was so good. So Brother Pete, Brother Pete Folger has said, Hey, we need to get you guys to do a Tim Talk somehow, some way at our church. They said, number one, why don't we do it at the school chapel? That would be fun. Do one there. Yes, we can take questions. Yeah, that'd be great. We can do a live show with questions from we the could. audience. We could. And then uh the other ones he said, Man, if you guys could come and do the couple retreat together. That would be awesome <laughs> for us. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would oh, be man. Awesome. Well, there's only been one person in the whole nation brave enough to have us both at the same time. Yeah. That was John Jones and Astubula. Yeah, and that, that was a disaster. We've never even been back. His, his <laughs> church has almost crumbled down, but 
I know. We've never been asked back, so what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, he's he, just, to be honest, he's begged me to come back every year, but I I don't think he's spoken to you. Um, well, he has. But I told him, I said, <laughs> I said, don't tell Dan, but. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend like you you really want him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, a couple topics for you. A couple topics. Well, actually one. One good topic, but it's got segments to it. Here's the question. Now, I apologize. Somebody sent this to me, but I don't have the original email. I just forwarded it to you and myself, and I don't have who sent this, but it's a great idea. So if you sent this, thank you so very much, and let us know, and we'll give you the credit that is due you. The question You're is... You're welcome. Should... <laughs> Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, should you tell your kids they are too young to get saved? And should you broadcast it when they do accept Christ at a very young age? Kids growing up in ministry usually want to be saved around three or four years old. I know it's always a, a super touchy issue with kids growing up in a Christian home. They obviously don't want to go to hell, but are they drawn by the Holy Spirit? Great question. I love oh, that. yes. Very good. So here's here's my dilemma. Here's my problem. I've told Harrison that I want him to get saved. And he said, I don't want to get saved. I don't want to get saved. And I said, no, yeah, you want to get saved. No, Poppy, I don't want to get saved. Now, he did say yesterday, he said, Poppy, I love Jesus. You're just, just nutting around, you know, and he stops. Very serious. I love Jesus. I, I started crying. That was awesome. But I said, Amen. Harrison, you want to get saved? Someday you want to ask Jesus in your heart? No, Poppy, I don't want to get saved. I don't want to go to heaven. And I realized he meant he didn't want to go to heaven right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> he thinks exactly. you get saved, you got to go to heaven right now. That, that's exactly right. Got yeah. saved and go to heaven. That's right. So that's that's the other end of this where kids might struggle with getting saved because of that. So let me ask you, how old were your kids when they got saved? I think they're all five. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, of course, each one has their own story. But... Um, my middle one said that he made a decision when he was a senior in high school because he didn't quite remember or feel like the the decision he made younger was um, was proper or or whatever whatever you'd want to use. So um, that's a common thing that kids who grow up in church. They're always hearing about being saved and how important it is to be saved. And, you know, it's the, as Samuel had the Lord speak to him, Eli had to realize, oh, you know, Samuel had not yet known the Lord. So he, he did not quite understand. Our job is to guide them to the Lord. And so, uh, you know, the biggest fear is pushing them. And so I, I just... We had developed over the course of many, many years in the Smite campaign dealing with children uh, a, a method or some principles of dealing with kids. And, of course, the first one is be honest. you got to be honest with kids. Um, you know, you, you got to find out what's in their heart. And so, you know, we tell people all the time, now, you did not get saved today, but it's okay you can get saved anytime you want to. 
you know, we, we want to leave that door open, but we also want to make it very clear because how many times have all of us dealt with someone who grew up in church who said, man, I remember as a kid I went forward, but I don't remember what happened. Well, it may may have been that they remember they went forward and they truly did not make a decision, or maybe they weren't ready to make a decision and somebody sort of coerced them into making one, you know, maybe uh, not knowing or maybe being a little bit, uh, you know, accidental in, in dealing with that, not knowing what to do. So I, I know you dealt with this too. Yeah. Um, I just want to clarify, Steve Wolven is saved. <laughs> he is. Okay. Okay. I've got a lot of people that are questioning that. <laughs> his wife, his kids, anybody that knows him is really questioning. <laughs> no, Steve, I know you're saved because that's the only way you could ever work with your dad and not lose your salvation. <laughs> Okay. So yeah, our kids too, very young. And what we tried to do with our kids is we did not push them. Um, we let them come Amen. to us. Yeah. We let them come to us and ask. And um, I think they're right around that same age. They weren't all the same age, but they're around that five, six years of age and uh, all came and Ruthie got to lead um, two of them to Christ anyways. Um, just asked mom, you know, at bedtime and she was able to leave them alone. So that's cool. So that was neat. And, um, we, yeah, we never wanted to put a pressure on them. Never wanted them to feel like they Amen. had to, Amen. that kind of thing. And I, I've known some parents who have really pushed their kids and I don't like that. Um, no, for no. that same reason that, that you've just said that, you know, Hey, I made a decision, but I don't remember and I don't know. And, um, it's just better when they can grasp that. Uh, same with church kids. I think you have to be careful in your invitation time and how you give invitation. And Sunday school teachers, I would ask that you be very careful as well, um, that you make it very, very clear. And then the other thing I would say is, and this this maybe should be later on, we'll discuss this again, but double check. Have somebody check your kids. Um, Amen. Have somebody outside of you and your wife for you and your husband to ask them, you know, the questions without you standing there. This is this was kind of the smite training that we had. Um, every right. child, and we did this at the health program in Canada, every child had to be checked by someone, and the person that led them to Christ could not stand there and coach them through it. Right. Right. And so why did you come forward? I, I don't I don't know. Well, remember, Johnny, it was because you wanted to talk to me about Jesus. Right. Don't, don't do that. Oh, man. This you is, hand them off and walk away. Right. It's an eternal destiny question. So you don't want to mess that thing up. So you got to be careful. So, yeah, I, we didn't pressure. And uh, we, we did have somebody in our church just double check to make sure. Amen. Amen. So when it's your own children, you can tell because you know them so well. You can tell yeah. as they begin to question and as they begin to ask things. And, uh, of course, uh, you know, each one of each one of mine, it was a different situation. But uh, Nick, our youngest, he was more, when I get five, I'll get saved. Okay, you know. And so he turned five, and about two weeks later, we were up in the sound booth in uh, on Wednesday night service, and I had to do the I had to do the sound that night because of different people being sick and not being there, and so um, he's up there with me, and he had question after question. He was very close, 
And so, you know, unfortunate. And I'm trying to make him be quiet and listen to the sermon. And he just has these questions about his soul. So, you know, I wound up dealing with him for like 30 minutes. And so, um, you know, I said, well, you know, you can, we can, you can walk the hell and you can get saved tonight if you want to. And when the invitation started, uh, one verse went through. And of course, we're up in the balcony. And he looks over me in the second verse and goes, well, come on, you, you know, like, <laughs> let's go. So whenever we walk down the aisle, of course, then I leave the whole equipment just running, you know. And yeah. and uh, so whenever I walk down the aisle, I grabbed my wife and I said, you deal with them because, you know, I've already been talking to them, you know. So, yeah. uh, you know, that was just, you know, hey, I need to get saved. He, he's more of a, you know, business guy and, okay, made that decision and, you know, so that was so much different than the middle one whenever, you know, he was close. And we always have family devotions in the morning before we go to school. And, man, I had his attention one morning. He stopped and he stared at me. And his his spoon is in his hand. And, you know, his cereal bowl in front of him, his spoon is just in his hand. And he's staring. And I'm, I'm going through the plan of salvation. And he's just staring and soaking it in. And finally he said, Dad? And I went, yes. He goes, can I have some more Cheerios? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'll shut up and we can get going. (laughs) You know, it's funny. A lot of your people in your church have that same look and response (laughs) after you're done preaching. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was like, I was waiting for him to, you know, I fully repent of my sins and you know, can I have some more Cheerios. Yeah, let's just keep going. <laughs> well, this isn't a salvation story, but this is this is a breakfast time with a kid story to fill the gap here. So I'm getting Allison ready for church. I'm help, letting Ruthie get ready, and I'm feeding Allison. And oh, she's yes. such a sweetie, and oh, she's just sweet little girl. And I said, okay, Allison, time to get ready for church come here to daddy and she takes her cereal bowl and wings it at me <laughs> suit hair face everything covered with breakfast cereal all over me. oh my goodness if you're a pastor and that's not happened to you please raise your hand <laughs> no hands are being raised. <laughs> something yes you're getting ready to walk out the door on sunday morning and then i don't know about anybody else i am usually an hour early and i feel yeah. like i'm an hour late Yes. And, you know, come on, come on. And something happens invariably, you know, the car won't start or there's ice all over it or it, invariably there is something. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, let me ask you this. Have your kids ever come back and questioned their salvation? Well, like I said, Ben, on mm-hmm. a senior trip to the wilds, mm-hmm. um, he made a decision to trust Christ as a Savior, Right. our middle one. And so, uh, as a senior, and I said, are you sure? He said, 100% positive, and I want to get baptized. So mm-hmm. he did. Good. You know, and Good. so, uh, I don't know, you know, we had, we had talked, but he never really, he never really said that, you know, he'd gone through a whole lot of time of agony and doubting and wondering, you know, he never really necessarily, you know, brought that up, Um uh, as far as the other two, I, I'm not aware of any time, but 
I know discussions we'd had with Steve growing up, the oldest, there there was, you know, sometimes, you know, he would start thinking, especially junior high, when the Lord was dealing with him about what he should do, about uh, following the Lord. And, and so, you know, he wanted to, it, it becomes a little bit more real the older you get and you start thinking about the reality of hell mm-hmm. that maybe you didn't quite all grasp whenever you were younger. But I don't think that there was any doubting, uh, you know, it, as far as I know. I, yeah. I am thankful for me. I got saved whenever I, I maybe I was the week before I turned five or a week or two after I was five. I don't know my salvation date for sure, but it's right around there. Mm-hmm. And I thank the Lord I have never doubted my salvation. I, I have never gone through. But that's an unusual testimony because many, many, and I would probably say the majority of teens who make an early decision for the Lord go through a season of mm-hmm. questioning, doubting, wondering, you know, right. at, at least in my experience dealing with them, and you probably have seen it too, that, that's what I've noticed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. Do you think it's good to question your kids periodically about, you know, whether they've understood or, you know, just to kind of recap? I don't know if I would question. I, I think I would say something like, hey, let's all, let's all give a story of when mm-hmm. we got saved. Right. You, you right. know what I mean? I, w- I would yeah. want to do that. I, I wouldn't want to necessarily grill them mm-hmm. because, you know, whenever you, when you're trying to work on, a child being obedient, they may be thinking what I do wrong, you know, like any time Pastor Folger or Pastor Thompson came in my office and closed the door, I thought, uh-oh, what I do now? You know, And so whenever we're dealing with salvation, I never want our kids to have that situation. Yeah. Uh-oh, what, uh, what's the matter? Do you know something I don't know? You know, so I, I, I think I'd probably go about it a much... Uh, simpler way right you know maybe you know oh my dad told me about how he got saved and you know is that sort of how it happened for you or you can dovetail into a situation Mm -hmm, but it's mm -hmm. i think it's good for kids to give that testimony yeah we did that with our kids too and um what 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 day was it when you got saved and and uh, mm-hmm. who who prayed with you and and what did you yes. pray that kind of stuff without grilling are Amen. you saved you know that kind of stuff and then right. <laughs> you will tell us my the answer son. you will tell us the answer now <laughs> <laughs> um what about this uh, what do you think about writing that down somewhere so your kids can see and remember that? I just saw in some Bibles, I had some kids come and ask me to sign their Bible in Cleveland, and uh, the parents had written down, you know, the girl's name, and she'd gotten saved on this date and some of those things. Uh, I've seen that. And I always think things. that's great. I, I always too. think that's great. Yeah. You know, I, I got saved when Pastor Thompson would keep the books, so there's right. no entry for a few months, and then maybe three, four weeks, you see all these names that went in yeah. and then no entry for about two months and then big entry. So, yeah. you know, he, he never got never got to it completely, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I think that's good right down, you know, where, when, who was there. Yes. You know, maybe your Sunday school teacher led you to Christ in their name. And yes. I, think that's, I think that's a good reminder. And, um, yeah, I got saved at nine. So I, I remember very clearly. So being Amen. a little bit older really helped. But I, I would say, what what do you think is the the age where most kids get saved? That age bracket, where do you think that is? 
I'd say four to seven. You know, mm-hmm. if they grow up in church, right, right. four to seven. If mm-hmm. it's an unchurched person, it's usually between third and sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who live in Canada, that'd be grade three to six. Um, <laughs> so you're talking I about think eight they to de- decipher yeah, that. You're talking about eight to eleven. You know, in that age group, was where I was, and I, and I went to church, but. Um, for the first little bit, my parents didn't go. I just went to Sunday school, so that was it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, very close. Awesome. That's twenty minutes. Let's call it. Let's call it a, a day there, and come back no. on Wednesday. Okay, keep going. <laughs> what, what did you do as you often do? And it's when I say, "Okay, we're done." Throw another question at me. We'll go another five minutes. <laughs> I never realized how often that happens, but it works. Oh yes, it works. Good. Yes. All right. Have you got everything out of your system? Are you good? Oh no. No, I'm not good. I've never been good. <laughs> Hopefully, being saved, I was made good, but I didn't let it all seep through. So, Oh, you're good. You're a good man, Dan Wolfen. Good man. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I have to tell you that um, th- at the uh, couples uh, retreat that we did, there are a lot of people from Cleveland that listen to our podcast. And I want to say that the Folger girls hate us. <laughs> <laughs> it it could be because we mock them continually. I well, I have no idea. It, that or because we wake them up. <laughs> they don't like that. <laughs> oh man, it was awesome. Okay. Well, let's call it quits there. We'll come back on Wednesday. And uh, I want to let you know that uh, coming up next week, uh, I've got a couple interviews that uh, I've done. Uh, Brother Dave Hansen from Roscommon somewhere in a state up north i won't say it because i don't want to get that whole thing going again but from the big no no problem from the big no problem yeah big m um they may beat us again this year man they look good yeah and it's that's coming up real soon so we'll see so yeah so he's gonna dave uh dave hansen from roscommon michigan um probably one of the smartest preachers i know he's working on or has just finished his phd pretty pretty impressive Guy's got some smarts. Uh, he doesn't show it very often, but he's got them. So he'll be with me. And then um, Brother Springer from the massive community of Wolverine, Michigan, did an interview with me a while ago. Amen. Just did one episode. I, th- I thought we were going to have a couple of individual ones. So I'm going to put him in there too. So that's coming up. So get ready for that. Folks like when we do the interviews and they've got some pretty interesting stories. So we'll share that with you. But for on Wednesday, it'll be you and I. And I will have a very special announcement for Wednesday. You must stay tuned to hear okay, Wednesday's Trump. announcement. I'm not going to say what it is, but I've done it before, <laughs> and I'm going to do it again. And I was awesome. I was the greatest. It was the best. There you go. <laughs> stay tuned. Well, we are recording this the Wednesday morning after our general election here in the United States. And so, Mm -hmm. of course, being the uh, most powerful, most technologically advanced, and maybe the wealthiest nation in the world, of course, we may not know who won the election for a few days. (laughs) Several days. (laughs) Several days. I know... uh, France somehow has 60 million people. They can do it in a day. And Brazil, with uh, a few hundred million people, they're able to do it in a day. But for some reason, it's just too technically difficult for us to count everything in a day. Yes. Um, 
we have it done in, in about a half hour. <laughs> <laughs> Our government just tells us who's going to win, and we accept that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. If my- so, from... Uh, Columbus, Ohio. At yeah. least we know who all won in our state. Mm-hmm. Uh, our state at least keeps some good, some good uh, records. And there, so far, the uh, the process seems to have been very fair and very measured and very even. So, uh, at least we know what all to expect here. I'm very disappointed. We in in Columbus, the city, we lost. Well. I say lost, but uh, many bond levies and and things pass, so our taxes are going to go almost double probably. I, mm-hmm. But anyway, isn't it wonderful to mm-hmm. uh, to be able to volunteer our money the way that we do? So, yes. But yep. this is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio, and we are thankful you are listening. So keep on listening and vote for us every time you download. It's a vote for Tim Talks. Absolutely. And I'm Al Stone and I am in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada for a couple days, headed to a men's conference in Ottawa with Brother Dave Hansen. <laughs> Surprise. And then uh, I'm going to be back in Cleveland for just a day or two. And then I'm home for a good stint of time. And I'm glad. Amen. Good to be home. This is Tim Talks. Thank you for listening today. Tune back in on Wednesdays for some very special stuff. And coming up Friday, if unless my calculations are wrong, Episode seven seven. Seven, 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 seven. Get ready. It's coming. Yep. We'll see you then. Have a the great day. Episode of Triple Perfection. And two of it's right here. <laughs> <laughs> this is Tim Talks. Have a great day. Eh? We'll be back with you on Wednesday. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks dot com.